Y'all know what time it is. Another episode of The Bunt brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding, Vans, baby. Yeah! This week, we taking it back a bit, talking about the Gilbert Crockett Pro 2, friend of the show, dear friend of mine and Safa's. We admire his skating, and his shoe is one of the best out. And yo, y'all heard us riff on this shoe before. You know we worship Gilbert and his shoe. But yo, let's switch it up this week and take it from the people. Here's a review straight from Vans.ca. Donald, tell the people what popped. 35 years old and the feet and everything can't take the abuse of skating it used to. Ah, you and me both, brother. Been skating the old school pros and other Volk forever for the board field, but these truly have the best of both worlds. Support and board feel. Another added bonus, no ripped laces and or need to shoe goo the bottom two rungs. Overall, the best skate shoe I've skated in years for the price, comfort, support, board feel, and style all in one. Woo-wee! You can't make that up, people. This 35-year-old legend, I wish he named himself, is a certified genius because he knows what we've always known. The Gilbert Crockett Pro 2 is here to stay. Unlike any other, if you're listening out there, this random 35-year-old, please shoot us a line and we will happily send you another pair of the one and only Gilbert Crockett Pro 2, the unrivaled pro shoe from Van Skateboarding. I think you just opened the window to bare fake emails coming to the live at gmail.com. But yo, shouts to you, Vans. Off the wall since 1960, motherfucking six. Riding real slow, bending corners, my nigga. And now, live from Studio E, the bunt with Safer and Donovan. Here we go, episode two, season five. Only one way to get this thing started, in the wise words of the greatest quarterback of all time, Safer, let's go, baby. I'm D. Jones. He's the ghost, the man with the five middle fingers. And as always, Rance One behind the scenes. It's a cool thing. Let's hit it. Rance One, worst chirps of all time in fantasy football, getting smacked, about to be one and three. Let's go. Well, I can't complain, man. I'm the Eli Manning of this league right now. 0-4. Can't get it done. Yeah, we about to go 3-1 and one after Kareem Hunt makes it pop tonight still. You calling it? Fingers crossed for your boy. Uh, yo, check us out. Instagram, The Bun Live. Facebook, The Bun. Send in your questions to our Gmail at thebunlive at gmail.com. That's right. Send them them voice notes, too. We love them, those post office voice notes. We got a big one coming this week. <laughs> Big news coming. I think it's going to be next week. We're going to make it next week. Next week, our website will be popping off. You know, we're going to have some interviews from Toronto, some local skaters, some local legends. Have some uh, articles up there on the new the new skate loft. We also had a sick little short film pop off in Toronto this week by the local legend Aiden Johnson, best kickflip in the game. Fingers crossed, the legend of Chad Monty. We were lucky enough to have some cameos in there. And we're going to be dropping some new gear. A couple t-shirts and a long sleeve. Business is booming on the website. And we open 84-7, baby. It's the www.thebunt.com. Or no, it's actually www.thebuntlive.com. It's not open yet, so I haven't worked out the address. But hey, 
It's popping over there. Yeah, web store, blog, fucking you name it, we got it. It's popping. TheBunLive.com. You heard? Right, who we got on the show this week? I don't even think we popped that off. This week we got legend in the game, Windsor James. Fucking beard of sin. Fucking needs dick surgery. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hopefully he's had that by now. Uh, you guys know the man. He needs no introduction. Supra and Zero Pro Windsor James doing a nolly low C grind at a theater near you. Jeez, oh, definitely someone we uh, kept a close eye on growing up. Had similar steez to us, the big pants, big tees. Morgan's favorite style, gangster. You know what it is? This one's for the for the OG homies, baby. Ooh, Windsor James. All right, let's get into it, man. Yo, D. Jones, hold up. Before we get into this, you know what the tradition is around here. We got to crack a cold one. What do we got in the fridge these days? But the fridge is stocked with Steam Whistle, Canada's premium pilsner. We're going to be getting real buzzed up in Studio E, so you know them interviews is going to be fire. Oh, brace yourselves. Let's crack a couple cold ones. Steam Whistle. Canada's premium pilsner. All right, we got Windsor James in the building. What My up? man, how you doing? Good, good, man. Just chilling, just uh, finished eating food and shit. Went grocery shopping. I'm just back at the house chilling. <laughs> Happy to have you on the show. Appreciate it. Finally, fucking, you know, my bad. It's been about fucking four, five, six months we've been supposed to do this shit, so my hey, fault. Hey, baby, we're here now. We're here now. All right, no doubt. What's cracking? All right, so we start every show off the same. Hit us with your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment. Fuck, uh, one of my favorite sports moments had to probably be, uh, probably the, cause I got to see it pay-per-view live, like the Arturo Gotti fight that, the Gotti Mayweather fight, that was a pretty epic fight for me to see that ass whooping. Pay-per-view live just, you know, turned me on the, not necessarily on the boxing, but, you know, just being a fan of Mayweather. As we're talking about, you know, this shit that just happened anyway, you know, I might as well bring up an old fight that was, like, pretty, you know. It's very pr- unfortunate pr- what happened. Ve- ve- oh, yeah, I guess. You want to nah, say nah, that? Nah. He, he's Team Connor. I'm, I'm Floyd with you right here. Okay, baby. yeah. Floyd, Poor man. guy. I knew uh, I knew it was going to happen, but whatever. That motherfucker got that payday anyway, so Connor hey, ain't tripping. Everybody wins there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a, that's what I'm saying. So I'm not even mad, uh, you know. He can't be mad. <laughs> No. Shit. Uh, they were all buddy buddy right after the fight. Oh Everyone yeah, they knew they knew they, they knew it was happening as a as a major uh, payday for both of them. So you know they was both happy. And skating probably have to be uh, definitely around the it's time era. Shit with all the boys probably was like most epic times of like my life. But not to say like you know the shit ain't happening now. Like I'm just, I'm still doing all that. But that was like the heaviest travel moments and. You know, like just real crazy shit was happening. You know what I mean? We was traveling the world, or just like thousands of kids always at the demos and signings and shit like that, just all over the globe too. You know what I mean? So that definitely was like a a, a beautiful time in skating for me. Not necess- you know, just even like with the boys, like from Tony Tave to Dennis Durant and Grant Patterson. You know, like all those dudes. Like I got to travel the world with those dudes. So that's pretty uh, insane timing. I thought you were gonna say when you got your dark star chain. 
Oh yeah, that would have been a <laughs> that was a pretty epic one. I got a fucking circuit <laughs> chain, like a six thousand dollar chain. That might be a crazy. I got like one of those before, but I lost the shit like two weeks later, so <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, it was like almost like it was like eight grand. It was pretty expensive. I lost the shit though. Yes. So somebody got yeah. me. Somebody got me good, caught me slipping. So yo, take us back to the beginning. You're a Colorado man. I'm from Colorado Springs. But at the same time, I kind of grew up in Denver as well. Like, since I was a kid, you know, I have family out there. Plus, I was just going back and forth. Just because Denver is just a big city, so. I haven't heard about too many dudes coming out of there in the skate world. Uh, What was your story? How'd you get discovered and hooked up? Well, shit. I kind of, I just started skateboarding with a bunch of different people. You know, a weird story is, uh, this is kind of how I, like, got how the whole ghetto child thing and shit happened like in the past i was well this is when i was back and forth from denver and colorado springs i was uh skating this spot and randomly the one of my homeboys that i filmed with left uh, one of my left a mini dv tape at the uh spot so uh these dudes that were coming out like a lot of big dudes like uh that wrote for ghetto child like this dude broach this photographer for fashion now one of my good homies found a tape like at the bottom of this that hubba that i did the nolly when any nose grind on in it's time video yeah and like the front nose and shit and all, all that whatever shit from you know back in the day he found the tape and was like we need to get a hold of this kid like <laughs> uh how do we find this kid and like they started calling like shops and shit and they're like who's this <laughs> you know little black kid on the like he's just like fucking all the spots up and shit and then they were like uh oh okay that's probably windsor so I got a hold of these dudes and we just kicked it and skateboarded. We just skated for like uh like the next the following like week because they were out there for like four or five days. So I skated with them for like four days and then that's kind of how I kind of like uh, came up like that have been like my first like real sponsor like from would be like Ghetto Child but 303 like mainly 303 boards mainly is the the reason why I came up I'd have to say because just all because we had like really well known. Uh, videos at that time, you know what I mean? Like, so you're definitely a nolly boss in the game. Coming up on a team with some Canadian OGs, Mike Hasty and Galia Mamalu. Did they influence your nolly game or what? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Galia, well, Galia and Hasty, because they both kind of. Galia was uh, Hasty might have been just a he was gnarlier, like a gnarlier nolly dude. But mm-hmm. Galia is like a technician, so I kind of like. Being around both of them, like, definitely was, like, that was, like, the, uh, definite, definitely the reason why I nolly and, and do a bunch of nolly shit was just because of those dudes, for sure. Definitely Galea. I feel like Galea, Hasty's my dog, like, he, I definitely, big inspiration, because I stayed with him a lot and shit, but Galea, for, I think, like, I feel like he, uh, inspired everybody. Like, he's a big, you know, favorite skateboard, favorite skater's favorite skater type of shit, you know what I mean? For sure. A pioneer in the Nolly game. Galea's shit was, uh, he's like ahead of his time, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, big time. He definitely was like a big inspiration to me as well, just because he's another black skater, skateboarder too, you know what I mean? Like, when, you know, like even when I was, you know, when I first started coming up, like, you know, like niggas wasn't skateboarding like that and shit like then, like even still, like, you know what I mean? Like, so, like, whenever I, like, it, it was like a big inspiration to see another black person hitting it like that, you know? So that's why 
he definitely was a big inspiration to me and just how I skate now, you know what I mean? Or how I was skating then as well. Galea's whole career was for the culture. You know yeah, definitely, yeah, but definitely. It definitely pushed the culture for sure. People fuck with Galea, like, you know what I mean? One thing we're happy you didn't uh, adopt from Mike Casey was the Nolly Smiths, though. Oh, no, yeah, I couldn't, I could never do those. I, I really couldn't even do them that well, so I just was, wasn't even fucking with them. <laughs> You're better off. Yeah, you don't want to do those anyways. Yeah, but yeah, so the, there's like a lot of homies doing this shit now, like a bunch of little homies, and, and uh, we be talking shit, but we let them do they, we let them do their shit. But yeah, I never really fucked with them anyway. Well, while they're, while they're young, let them get their whack tricks out of their system. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and hopefully they figure it out. <laughs> so yeah, fuck, you came up, your big splash was uh, your Dark Stars part, obviously. Yeah, uh, definitely. But then you made the switch to mystery. What was uh, behind the move? Just most importantly, like, uh, like I, 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 I had like all the love for like Chet, Chet Thomas and all those dudes, but like, kind of just career. For my career, it just seemed like a better move, just cause, uh, just Jamie was behind a project and shit like that, and like he just had like these, you know, we just had to talk and sit down and talk about like a bunch of, you know, just career options and what things would be better for me like within uh you know just even for my sponsors because that there was like a point in time like not even to even hate on dark star or anything like that but you know like uh, a lot of companies were like a little weird about you riding for like certain brands that didn't really fuck with the brands that you know what i mean they wanted you to really ride for so it was kind of like not me like <laughs> necessarily being like fuck i need to like make a career optional move that's gonna like, cause I could, they, they were like, you know, yeah, we, we could, you could do whatever you want, but you know, I mean, I feel they even were like, you know, we feel like it'd be better if you like, you know, just kind of made a Got step. Got the hell off dark star. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I hate, I hate to even say, you know, what I mean, but fuck yeah. Hey, that's life, man. You know, they had it's to, the you know, they said, you know, you got to do, so, <laughs> you got to make a, this is like a stepping stone for better to better shit. And I was Absolutely. like, okay, like just, you know, making. So I just had to make the move for my, just career. Yeah. But but shout out to like Chet and all them, you know what I mean? Their brand's still going. And uh, good shit to all them dudes, you know, doing their shit. But you know, I had to go. 100%. So obviously, you know, that's how shit, just how it works. <laughs> so you were on Circa Forever and uh, rode through several different eras of the team. You talked about It's Time being your favorite skate moment, but what was your favorite era for Circa? Probably video radio. The era before, but right, right before we got on. So right before, like all the young bucks, like me and Tony and Dennis and shit, got on. Like, I'd have to say, like that was like the best, like video radio days for sure. Cause that was like I remember being like, damn, that's the best shoe company, like, period. You know what I mean? They had the best team. They had the best fucking. Vi- they came out with the best videos. They had the, you know, what I mean, like this shit. The shoes were yeah. like. They had a different, their the shoes looked different. They just had a whole different appeal and look, which was amazing. Not to have to say the video radio days for sure. All the ads too. Their ad game and marketing game was. Yeah, they, they had it. They had it uh, locked down. They had the shit off. Their shit was perfect at one point in time. You know what I mean? Then you got on the team and ruined everything. Excuse me? Um, Don't listen that? to this guy. No, no. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, he blanked out. It was a good time to stop listening. We got on the team. <laughs> no, we got on the team <laughs> as it was kind of, you know, as people started, uh, you know, finding new sponsors and shit. But we brought that motherfucker back up, though, so. No, oh, yeah, you guys did. 
Absolutely. Definitely. Had old old man Colty Bears on there, Colt Cannon. Yeah, hell yeah. Colt put it down for the video and shit. We 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 still I mean t- it's not like they were like stagnant or anything, but they uh you know, they didn't they needed a video or something to boost hype or some shit like that, you know what I mean? As you start losing big writers or people not even Jamie started a company so he obviously had to go because he started his own shoe brand, so you know, and then other people just was doing other shit. Oh uh, yeah, you you guys got the torch passed to you, and you guys kept it legit. Yeah, we kept we kept it legit for a bit, and then you know I don't know shit. Then here <laughs> comes these big corporate brands, you know that shit happens. So shit got a little weird at Circa. Yeah, it got a little little weird for a bit, but man's had the pull shoot. Speaking of uh, Circa in the glory days when you were on though, way back backside over crooks is one of the hottest, most kind of played out trick these days. Every kid can do them, but you had a C1 denim ad with the biggest back over crook ever seen in the history of skateboarding at the time. <laughs> it might have been. You know your boys were waiting for that footage. What the fuck happened? The foot never did, never got to do it. They ran the oh. ad. Uh, I stuck like three. Then I got bodied on one like super gnarly. So I was like trying to do the video, do the shit before the video came out, but didn't put. I just got ended up getting super bodied. Like I stuck one and then stuck one, like another one. And there's like uh, where the landing is. There's like a little bit of uh, landing and then grass on the side. Yeah. I like landed one kind of and rolled into grass and fell off, but it didn't like really, it didn't even count really. So at the time, that would have been one of the heaviest fucking tricks, man. That was some real shit. It was a sick ad, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, that was dope, but it's a fucking bail, so don't don't worry about it, boys. <laughs> Windsor came through with the bunt. With the bunt, sure, bunted that one for sure. Bunny <laughs> just landed, landed, rolled into the grass. You had to tell the truth about that one. Big has been waiting on that footy for about uh, 16 years. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'd be thinking about it too, like, I should just go back and do it. I'm all, fuck it, I'm over that shit. I'd rather just do something else. Well, yeah, if you did it now, it would be sick for yourself, but at the same time, like, it wouldn't have the same... Oh, yeah, that shit be just normal. It'd be, it probably wouldn't even be the same for me now. I'd probably be like, ah, this ain't shit. Nolly into that bitch. Yeah, right? Something. <laughs> so we know Grant was super bummed when they cut him out of Circa It's Time after he traveled around the world with the team filming. How did you and the rest of the team react to that? I know Grant was on the team, but I don't, I'm not, he was like fully on, but I didn't know, I'm not sure if he was like, I think he might've been like on a fully on after the video came out. Cause he traveled like pretty much, he traveled the majority of the time with us after the video was out. So I'm, I'm not sure if he had like, if they had like a position for him to be in the actual video during its time. Hold on one second. We have a resident skate nerd in the building. Yeah. Safe care to explain? No, yeah, you have your timeline a little messed up. He definitely traveled the world and was filming for the video the whole time because he had a full video part of bangers like Barcelona, all the places you guys went, and then he just got cut. And like even in the credits, there's like a shot of the whole team, and they just cropped him out of it when you guys are all sitting like on a ledge or some shit. And like he thought he was gonna be in the video and he got dusted. Well, fuck, I don't even know. You, you don't. I can't. I got nothing. Uh, I can't even fucking tell you about that. I we don't have shit to do with that. That's. Grant, oh, I know. I know it's not well, your I, call. I was just wondering always, if you guys. We were always fun. fucked with Grant. Like Grant was like, obviously, just like he was like on a team and shit. But I mean, 
that ain't it wasn't like me or somebody else to say like you know hey why isn't grant in the video like <laughs> they had their own you know they had their own shit going on about grant at the time like what they thought you know what was going on with him and shit i, I don't i don't necessarily even know like that's just my brother you know what i mean i traveled the road with him we, we just homies like that but when it come to like the way companies run brains and shit like sh- hey you know i don't stay know. out of it yeah, I didn't have I didn't have shit to do with that. Never really talked about that like that. He put out the footage that would have been in that video in the Underworld video. A lot of it with like Nolly flipped the triple set and stuff. It definitely had should have been. Which in triple set? Then. The one that Tony switch flipped? Yeah, the one. Uh, he did Nolly flip that that day. Fuck. Yeah, and he switched one eighty did. Which one? Yeah, the, the same one. That he Nolly flips it and then he like power slides. And Colt Cannon's there. Like, it was definitely a circuit trip. Okay, yeah, that was uh, that was Barcelona. Yeah. All right, well, shit, man. I, hey, Grant, I'm sorry, brother. I didn't know. I don't know. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not blaming you. I, was, I just wanted to know how you guys felt at the oh, time. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, shit. Like, kind of weird. I, obviously, you know, we probably felt a little weird about it. Like, why, why isn't he in the video? But at the same time, like, uh, I don't know. You know, I mean, those dudes had, like, a different whole aspect on what especially like lee and uh raw they had they were like the ones like putting the whole shit together so i mean they knew exactly what they were who was gonna be like the people to shine in the video and whatever whatnot you know what i mean they just they just didn't want the little man wearing four xls i was gonna say he was going through a little time you know (laughs) that was the time when uh you know niggas was wearing big Big ass tees and shit like that, you know what I mean? Big pants and baggy shit. Like that's like a was just like a time for it. just in general the world fucking rap niggas was wearing forex tees and Dipset and Young Jeezy baby. That shit, yeah, Jeezy shit. You know, two thousand three, four. You know, that's that shit. That's like that era. Can't blame Grant for that. Before now, where you could wherever the fuck you want. Didn't Circa actually make tall tees? They made like... They made me tall tees. They made tall tees, for sure. They definitely made me and Grant tall tees at one point. <laughs> they all hate on them, man. And then they, uh, yeah, hated on a nigga. That's bullshit, huh? <laughs> they got it twisted. Yeah they, fe- yeah, they definitely twisted that shit. You're a loyal dude. You rode for a lot of companies for, like, almost your entire career. But in the last uh, year or so... You made a couple big changes. We talked about uh, mystery, dark started mystery, but then you were on mystery forever. Yeah, yeah. Even even when they revamped that shit, you stuck around for a bit, but uh, you finally pulled the plug, and uh, you're a zero man these days, man. It was really good. Jamie sold those sold those two. Well, he he sold his he sold mystery and then sold what is it? He sold mystery and all those other brands like. But I mean, the dudes hit me up like whoever these new people picked up the mystery brand and they were like, we they wanted like original writers on the team, so they asked me to you know put you know a fucking team together and try and get a couple of more original writers. But all the other dudes were kind of like just over it after Jamie pulled the plug on it, and uh, I was just like, yeah, I'm down to do it if you guys are, you know, trying to you know pay me and shit the right you know pay me correctly to you know fucking get your shit back together and make make sure everybody's trying to do some rad shit and get try and get some of the boys back together but that ended up on through like these dudes were just being pieces of shit just not paying people on time and shit i don't want to say no names or anything but you know whoever has the brand now like you guys know who or like you know how it goes like anyway 
long story short, these guys started doing janky shit, so I had to, I just had to quit just to be like, ah, I can't fuck her, can't like have anybody like playing weird shit with like people's careers and money and shit like that, so I had to get out of there. And uh, just zero, just an opportunity. Jamie just hit me with a, you know, he called me one day and he was just like, because like, I guess word on the street, well, there, for a minute, like, you know, for a good while, I was like skating pretty hard and there was a lot of shit, doing a lot of shit and had like things coming out. And I guess, you know, Jamie just heard good things. So he called me and was like, hey, actually, I have a opportunity for you to, you know, ride for zero and film for this video part and all that shit. And then that just happened like, Cause that dude's been fucking with me for like over a decade, you know what I mean? So shouts out to Jamie for that, you know what I mean? Like it was only like right, you know, that I go back over and start fucking with him, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. So yeah, I'm on zero, baby. Uh, filming for uh, 2018. Damn it all comes out. Z- zero, you know, zero's new video comes out uh, holiday 2018. Y'all look out for that, cause I know I got a lot of fans. And a lot of people that fuck with me out in Canada have been fucking with me since I was like 15 years old. So I appreciate the love. And uh, yeah, damn it all. Damn it all. Much love from the North. Breaking news. Damn it all. Windsor yeah. James going ham. Hit the news button, Ants. <laughs> we out here, baby. Listen, rap songs and all that shit in the Zero videos. You hear me? Oh, shit. Yeah, well, you switching it up over there or are they switching you up? You nah, they, got, they ain't got no choice but to switch themselves up for me. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. So, the, yeah. how does it feel to be the first black man on Zero? <laughs> it's pretty. It's just. It's funny. But uh, it's good. It feels good, man. You know, it's just good to bring something new to the brand. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when brands like are just going this one way for the longest time, it's good to feel like you know you got something to add towards them branching out in the different spectrums and bring something new to. The way the brand can market themselves as well as the, you know what I mean? So I feel good about, like, just the, you know, the energy and the fucking just different categories and spectrums I'm bringing to zero. So I feel good about the shit. And uh, Jamie and them are super excited. You know, I'm bored just selling. Everything's looking good. Changes. A lot of changes in zero this year. You know what I mean? This last That's couple of years. So it's good i mean it's been good it's been good the brand's picking up back up like crazy so you know we just got off a fucking 40-day tour like it was a rough one but you know had to be done you know just so we're just not the the brand's not at a, a distribution anymore and jamie's running it solo so but it's good everything's going good just we don't you know we don't need to get into it we just damn it all 2018 <laughs> eyes peeled baby yeah it's, it's that's what i'm talking about another uh somewhat recent change for you after a fucking long time on Circa, you made the move to Supra. What was popping behind the scenes on that one? My contract was up, and I felt like the brand wasn't doing... I kind of felt like they weren't being as true to me as I was and as loyal as I was for the year. So I kind of had... Plus, I just had dropped vi- like a video part and, and like interviews and shit like that. You know what I mean? I had like two or three interviews come out in a year along with a video part. And I just felt like they were kind of being a little skittish, I'd have to say, or some weird shit. They were doing weird shit. So I was just like, all right, well, let me just, because I don't feel valued right now, you know what I mean? So I was like, I just like got the fuck out. Pretty much just they tried to pull some bullshit, so I got out of there. But like no bad blood or anything, you know, that brand just, they got new owners and shit and dude. And um, 
you know, the brand just not where it used to be. So I just kind of wanted to be, just change my shit anyway, just because, you know what I mean? I didn't want to be stuck at a brand that's not growing as far as, you know, just better. I just got, I'm in a better situation now, pretty much, is all I'm just saying. Turn it up. Anytime you get to go on trips with Spencer Hamilton, you're in a good spot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I just got off a trip with him, and we was turned, we, 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 we had that bitch lit up, so. <laughs> it was healthy, but it was also... <laughs> it was also great. It was all, we were also, uh, you know, dabbling. Yeah. Very, very green. Very, very, green very, vibe, very man. green vibe with with him. But very just, but you know, we we drank our little, we drank our little yeah. beers, did our little thing, smoked our little weed, did all that little bullshit. You know, we did a we had a good time. <laughs> also fucked them streets up too, though. Got to, Circa and uh, Supra pulled the uh, Cavs and. Fucking Celtics trade. They traded up Neen Williams for Windsor James. Yo, who do you think won the trade? We're we're at this point like we're like we need Nino back. <laughs> we'll see if we 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 might have to get him back. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see how this year we'll see how this year goes with uh Circa. We'll see if we might not be able to get that man back up on under the camp. Save Damn, that yo. man. Tampering yo. Save that <laughs> man. You gonna get fined, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, uh, did you choose uh, did you choose Supra so you could go on trips with the Muska and potentially slap the shit out of him and finally get your revenge? Oh yeah, <laughs> no, that, <laughs> nah, not at all. But that's funny though, because uh, uh, that's like a dude. So many people ask me that question all the time. They're just like about the whole Muska situation. But uh, <laughs> I just I seen him at one time at Crew and Supra, and we were chopped. We chopped it up, and he was like. Cause you know Musk is like kind of he he was out the loop for a minute so like it it took him like probably like three or four years to hear that uh fucking you know that I probably he probably didn't even hear that it was just like hearsay so I mean I seen him there and he was like hey what's this shit about like you like me like slapping you and shit like that and I'm like yeah man you fucking slapped me and you slapped me in the chest and shit what's good like what's what's up <laughs> and he's and he's just like dude man I was just like you know I'm like yeah I'm not I mean what's up but like yo don't what's up and he's like dude i was like i'm in a i was in a bad i was like you know i was like partying and shit like and i was like i understand like i, re- I remember the days like i remember old muscle like on his party and tip so like he we pow pow we had a little pow so chopped it up and just he like apologized and shit and it was just hilarious so there'll never there'll never be no musket slappings but conversation we had was great it was super funny so that's awesome but he just had heard about it i don't even know if he had really heard the whole situation i don't think there there wasn't like a situation where we were when we were talking he was like yo like so what you want to slap me or like i heard you trying to slap me or some shit like that (laughs) that wasn't like nothing like that yeah yeah, maybe 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 he probably is oh yeah you know i was just like hey you know like what what what's up Remember? Yeah, you know, I had to like, t- I'd like let him know. He was like, "Oh no, I didn't." Well, you know, fuck. I was, yeah, I was partying and shit. You know, I was like, "All right, man, Megan, fuck yeah." I'll talk sorry for any of that shit, man. I didn't mean to, you know, I was just like on a hot one around that time, which he was. So it was great. Like he did a great little apology and just it was just fun, a funny little, just a funny story, just because just a funny situation because we were all in like the fucking design room and there was like eight people kind of like like you know looking at us and shit like what <laughs> what's what's gonna happen here it was like you know it was super funny but yeah you know it's good me and Muska me and Muska cool as fuck right now that's my nigga and he'd be chop, chop it up dope. on the gram and shit I see him all the time ghetto child shit shit like that you know 
I get to see him a bunch because I'm up here in LA now as well. So I'll, I'll run, casually run into him on the road and we'll be like, yo, salute, king, shit like that. <laughs> Yo, Dono, you looking fresh today in them reserved chino pants. <laughs> it's Brixton time, baby. Dog, I'm feeling fresher than ever. And this week, we're talking about the Brixton Photo of the Month contest. Each month, Brixton will be selecting a viewer-submitted photo to showcase in their social media outlets. The winning photo will be picked on the 1st to 7th of the month, and the winning photographer will be awarded a Brixton prize package valued at $250. Hey man, you win that, you gonna be nice and fly. Trust me. Yo, the month of October, the theme is linear. You know what I'm saying? Linear photography. Morgan Smith, you better get a submission in there, you dig? Make sure you submit your photos to photos at brixton.com by the end of the month. The submission guidelines are the sizing format is a thousand pixels in width. All photographs must be original, taken by or of the contestant submitting the photo. It's real simple. Head over to Brixton.com for the submission guidelines. And before you know it, you're going to be looking like me and the ghost. Hey, man, it got a little chilly out here in Toronto. You can catch me in them streets in that heist beanie. You dig? Get them photos into photos at Brixton.com ASAP Rocky. Let's get fresh, you dig? Alright, Windsor. What's up with all the willy grinds these days, man? Uh, I don't know. I kind of just... First of uh, all, I've tried to tell him it's not a willy grind, but he has no respect for the low C grind, so... Yeah. You can go at him if Donald's you Donald's telling me it's called a low C grind. It's just a... I missed, I missed the nolly back over, Crooks. Now you out here nolly willying shit. Yeah, it's <laughs> just... it's just Nah, I'm back. I love it. I love every... I love the gimmick. Um, it's just a gimmick, you know. Just kept... Just, it's just a training trick. Turned fucking... I'm like the only one that could do him nolly, so I just said, fuck it. I'll just do him nolly like... <laughs> Nikhil does wait. him too, but he doesn't nolly in, Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, no one nollies in. Just, just Windsor. Just, just, just so you know that okay. he's the only one that man, can do that. Man. But no, not but saying, here. not saying that. It's just, I mean, I, for a minute I was skating with a lot of homies that we were skating training a bunch and like just kind of uh, like doing training tricks, like trying to learn like how to do training tricks in the streets and like back, etc. You know, like back and forth, vice versa. Like, say you do something like that, mm-hmm. you'd want to learn how to do it like on a fucking pool coping quarter pipe or something. You know what I'm saying? Like. And we just were going through that whole just just a progression learning experience. Like obviously the when the Willie, the low C or whatever you want to bag lady or whatever you want to call that trick was hot like a year and a half ago. Like obviously like there was kids doing it frontside and like, you know, Riley, Hawk and shit. And those are like kids I was skating with, so you we were all kinda like just I mean, you know. I could do either when I want, you know, I could still nolly over crick or do whatever, but do it you do whatever you want nowadays, like Saw progression. Some people, some people don't like it, but though. But I mean, at the same time, uh, is a hater. I've okay. never seen anyone still to this day even do one on Instagram backside. So I feel like if you want to just, if we're gonna be that dude, if I want me to be that dude, I'd be like, you should call that the Nolly Windsor grind, if anything, because I you <laughs> haven't seen it yet. Okay, but yo, new trick alert. New trick think? alert. You said you don't. What's that? Said- we got some. You, you're saying you're the only one who can do them, but did you ever think that maybe? People can do them, they just choose not to. 
Nah, not the backside one. Maybe the front side one. That one's, but the backside one's epic. It is what it is. We're just gonna have to agree to disagree on that one. But (laughs) make sure. uh, (laughs) We might have to move on here. Make sure, make sure for me, you got a nollie back over crook in your next zero part. For sure. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the one right there. I'm gonna do them both, buddy. Just for you. Just for for (laughs) for the for the love and the hatred of. You know what would be sick though? Nollie back over crook back 180. Yeah, those are sick. Excuse me? What? Because everyone's doing back nose grind reverts on rails now and mm-hmm. just. Miles does them. Let the man get his low C grinds. Miles does them nollie on handrails? Back when I've, I haven't seen him do it in the streets, but I've seen him do it at parks and shit. Yeah, that'd be tight. That one's sick. Maybe, maybe you should be the only one doing that one. Switch it up. We'll see. I see that in your future. No, you're going to keep seeing <laughs> Willie grinds in my future as well. <laughs> See for the skate coach. He's got all sorts of tricks for everyone but himself. We'll get them both. We'll have them both. We'll have it all down there for you. Turn up. Yeah, people need to start hiring me as a trick selection manager. <laughs> I'm backing it. I'm going to get off this fucking computer with you guys and be like, damn, I'm done with that trick. Fuck, that nigga tricks. He fucked me up. No, don't listen. Nah, nah, nah. Do, do your thing. <laughs> so this is a little bit of a random question, but who is Baby Ice? Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, Baby Ice is, uh, the first Circa TM, pretty much our mentor and life coach and <laughs> fucking, uh, pretty much our just big brother, you know what I mean? But he was just a fucking rager. So we just, we would just really partied. He, he showed us how to party. He definitely showed us what the, <laughs> how to fucking party. He was, he was a youth life coach. Growing up, be, being a young adult, like our, our turning from our teens and our, you know, actual adulthood to 21 up, you know what I mean? He he was like the guy on all the trips with us and kind of just had like this crazy aura, like this dude that could just kind of get you into whatever you wanted to get into. Like he he was the man, like we give, we go to clubs all over the world, like he would be like, be like a line fucking down the street, down the two blocks down or something they'd be, walk up somehow we'd be in the fucking club like bottle service or some crazy shit like that you know what i mean so like yeah so that's why the circuit team fucking piled out eh yeah we piled out hard that's why what i see what happened to us all he's he's one of <laughs> <laughs> just kidding that's the life coach you're looking for yeah <laughs> fucking but yeah he was the man he put it down for us like we got a bunch of we had a bunch of good fucking times because of that guy so yeah that's baby ice in the nutshell. You're still holding it down. He should be proud of you. Still here. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. Still still out here. I'm I'm excited. I'm stoked to be here still. Fucking just been working, man. I've been skating my ass off, man. So, you know when you're skating, uh, that's, uh, you know, you, you can't lie about shit. That's, that, that's, that's like, that'll tell, they'll tell you. The skating will tell you what's going on. Oh, for sure. So. Mm-hmm. You can tell if someone's been slacking on their clips. Yeah, definitely. they're just fucking... Do a half-ass cruiser line or something. <laughs> yeah, so some hygiene shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some nolly willies and shit. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Holy. <laughs> Just kidding. Fuck. Ask him about his footy, Windsor. Ask him. Uh, no, it's all good. You don't. You don't gotta like the nolly willies. <laughs> Let you off the hook. Edgy. 2018. It's about to pop off. For yeah. Real, for me. For, for you too? For me. Yeah. Oh shit. I'm fucking next to that, baby. For you too, for huh? Too, yeah. For hey, us both. Me, I'm coming. <laughs> oh, tr- I'm, trust I'm, him. I'm coming back. Let's get <clears> it. 
It's a big year. I'm turning 30, so it's time to get in the best shape of my life. Shouts to Wade D. He did that when he turned 30, and look at him now. We're following in, in Big Bro's footsteps. In Wade D's footsteps, huh? He's just the best. <clears throat> well, yeah, I don't mean, like, the skill, but I mean getting in shape is what I mean. Wade D's all in... Is he all fucking Greek god right now? Pretty close, pretty close. That's for sure. Is he? Is he still? He he back. He kind of slimmed up a little bit too. He's not. Or did he back back up? Nah, he's still slim. He's been walking, rocking some like capris all summer. I don't know what the fuck his pants. He's been wearing cropped pants. Yeah. He's you guys are shitting me. Joe, what's good with your uh, your young man DUIs and uh, stealing kids as a as a youth? I mean stealing. stealing oh, stealing cars. cars? Stealing kids. Oh, okay. Jesus. I'll answer that question. That's fine. You out there kidnapping? As a, yeah, I'm all stealing kids. <laughs> no, what are you doing uh, with them? I don't know, man. I just had uh, just my upbringing. Just cra- you know, I was I was a little thug as a kid, so you know, I was stealing cars and shit, like pretty much joyriding cars, uh, fucking stealing them, taking them. We were doing chop shop shit, like just wild shit, wild kid shit. But we was making bread too. But I was like 11 years old when I was doing this shit, so I was like a little, Jesus Christ. Wow. little ass kid just getting in a bunch of crazy shit. But uh, the DUI situation is just like any dude, any any other person's situation, like you know. Hanging out with baby ice, one thing led to another. I, yeah, obviously <laughs> wasn't fucking Uber and shit when we were young, younger, and I was just like, fuck it. I was just driving, and I just got I just got caught up in this and. Like it's some DUI shit, but finally, like you know, that I, that shit been done since I, that was like around the time I was like eighteen, nineteen. So that shit's been done for the kids. Don't drink and drive now. That shit's horrible. Yeah. You don't want to. Plus, it costs a lot of fucking money. You don't want to get in no bullshit doing all that shit. Anyway, all this, all this shit that I'm talking about is just some, just a little thug shit. You guys just need to be good kids and don't fucking do any of that stuff. You know. But yeah, we was. I was just wilding as a kid though. So that was just. Wild kid shit, but the DUI <laughs> shit, the DUI shit ain't shit. That's just unfortunate, you know. I was caught, caught slipping. You learn from your mistakes. You know what I mean. Now there's Uber. Now I don't do that. Uber's great. Uber, take Good a taxi. Oh. Whatever. Don't do it, guys. So what do you want to do post skate career? You got any plans? Not necessarily. I'm, I've been making a lot of music lately and shit. So I'm not like rapping and shit, but I've been, I've been making beats and shit. So I've been making music for like. Since I was like 16 or 15, like just making beats and shit. So I've been doing that. Hopefully, I'll get dabble a little more into the music industry and shit like that. But for the most part, like I'm still, I still feel pretty fucking healthy. I feel like I'm progressing more than I have ever been in the, you know what I mean, in skating. So I feel like I can, I'm gonna be around for a while and shit, yeah. skating and definitely. Good to hear. And uh, my man over here, he's a rapper. He. uh might be interested in checking out some of your beats. He's about to drop a mixtape, actually. All right. Uh, he's, he's, talk, he's talking shit. I retired from the rap game. You done with it? A few years back. <laughs> the people want him back, though, man. All right. Well, well, maybe sh- I'll, I'll drop a little something-something. I'm about to have to send you a little something-something, too, then. What else is popping with Windsor? Oh, how's uh, how's your dick doing these days? We, uh, we heard that some <laughs> shit popped off. Good yo. question. That's an interesting question you have for him. That's a great question. Um... <laughs> Yeah, dick is my dick. Surgery? The, the dick is our. It's fine, but there's definitely I. I, uh, I got to get a surgery soon to get some scar you tissue. Still didn't get it? No, nah, I still haven't got. It. I've been bushing. Damn. Man, so yeah, yeah. I'm definitely so like this is what's happening with me right now. <laughs> it's fucked. It's fucked. 
don't know. It's like it's not. It's not even funny. But it's uh, <laughs> so whenever, so whenever I tore my urethra, had uh, this weird. It was supposed to heal like normal because I had a catheter in there, right? So when you fucking put a catheter in like this tube, they put through your fucking dick hole that goes oh. that goes through your urethra into your bladder. So that's that hit that was supposed to heal like normal. Like when I took it out, like after the after the incident a couple weeks after it was supposed to have healed all the way without scar tissue forming but like i probably you know in the, the few days from then on like uh or a week after whatever in the, in the healing process it scar tissue healed up inside my urethra so oh, it's yes. pretty much like fucking whenever you get a scar you know obviously all that extra fucking yeah. skin and shit it kind of healed up and made like my this would be like a normal urethra and this is my urethra right now like a just a spot in it so whenever i have to piss it's like a tube being a, a tube like this being like tightened up at one spot like it's fucking crazy so i have to so whenever i piss like it takes like fucking a few minutes to pee and it's just like dribbling oh piss but it's like yeah. it's fucking it's pretty hectic but it's like not like it's painful or not pain like painful like you guys are like sit on the other side like thinking like fuck this fool is like like you know fucking in pain pissing and shit it's not like that but there i get a lot of a lot of shit comes along with it too like urgency and weird shit it almost be like if like having a uti or something it's fucking weird it's not painful wow. but like it's like since you don't never like and since you have when you have that your your bladder doesn't empty all the way all the way like all the time so you're fucking you have to like piss every 15 minutes especially if you're like drinking brew or if you're drinking like a lot of water and shit like if you're drinking a lot of liquid you're like you have this urgency of the piss and then like you can't even hold the shit so you're like running around like fuck you gotta like <laughs> pretty much when you have to when you like right when you get the feeling of pissing like you gotta yeah, you yeah. gotta go fucking piss or you gonna like piss yourself for two minutes for a very long wow. time very little dribbles of piss it's pretty fucked up, yeah. but we're getting we're getting around to it. I'm getting that shit fixed definitely, cause I just went on two trips in a row, and I was just like, I can't fucking be do I can't deal with this shit on a trip anymore. Like that's like the main reason. Plus, I'm just like at home, like fucking, just dealing with the shit, just dealing with it anymore. It's just I can't even handle this shit anymore. So the you're like in the, it works and shit though. It does it. He he's good to go. Like he's fine in every but, other way. Yeah, it go. He goes all the other. Everything else is good except for the fact that yeah. I just got to fucking you and your take girl are five good minute piss, huh? You and your girl are good. It's oh yeah, good. we're oh yeah, we're good to go. But the <laughs> the fucking fact that I have to take five minute pisses that that's not great. Just in there fucking pissing for, for who pisses for five minutes. Every time I piss, people probably think I'm like, oh, what the fuck is Windsor doing? He's just shitting every ten minutes. <laughs> So if it's a five-minute piss, what's that? A ten-minute nut? Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> you know, yeah, that takes time too. <laughs> that takes time coming out too. <laughs> oh, shit. That'd be great if it was though. Does that dribble out too? <laughs> Definitely does. Or sometimes it either that or it just shoots out like gnarly. <laughs> oh, that's oh, cool. All right, one last question about that. Now. <laughs> Now when you're shitting, do you finish shitting or pissing first? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Definitely race, fin- yeah. definitely fin- definitely definitely finish shitting all the time now. Oh, I like no be- I'll, I'll like finish shitting and I'll just have to sit and wait around for the piss to stop. 
It's pretty hectic. It's a hectic oh situation, God. buddy. Jesus Christ, right? You gotta get that surgery done. I'll have that shit done for sure soon here. Alright, so just one last question, but uh, I'm hoping I already know the answer to this one considering what we just talked about. What's next for Windsor James? Well, shit, I mean, we got a lot of things going on. I mean, I got a lot of things going on. I got a colorway coming out for Supra, which will be dropping in a couple months, and a, and potentially a pro, pro model shoe with that drops too, with the uh, Zero video as well next year. Hell yeah. But right now, as of right now, I'm working. I'm just gonna be working hard on that shit. You know that zero video is supposed. To, that'll be like one of my, you know, full length zero video. So that'll be one of my big, big parts. You know what I mean? And uh, just all kinds of other shit. I got shit going on with uh, some friends trying to start some brands and shit like that. You know, and uh, just skating and just you know what I mean, just trying to stay relevant, and, but have fun. You know what I mean? Can't like, you know, a lot of these fools are just skating like it's. Like, it's just a career, like, we didn't, you know, you didn't fall in love with skateboarding like we all did. So I'm just trying to stay, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to stay happy. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to necessarily just be running around, like, just skating, like, as if it, my life depends on, you know, I want to skate for the love and, like, you know, me said, the, the culture and all that and shit and just, just have fun. So that's what I've been doing. I've just been having a fucking bunch of fun. And then that's when all the shit, that's when all the good shit happens, too, you know I mean? The real shit, all the good skating happens when you're happy. And shit like that. So I'm just trying to be ma- maintain that, you know what I mean? Maintain a happy skateboard career. And uh, just stay happy on my board. And kick it with the homies and fucking live my live a good goddamn life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's the real Mainly talk. just that, like, you know, continue to work on this music shit. And just uh, really just knock that fucking zero part out. So, you know what I mean? So I can fucking kick it for a few months and not have to worry about jumping and all that shit for a bit. Mainly, uh, that's what's next for me, Zero Video, man. I'm just trying to go hard as fuck for it, and then so I could take a little break, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you got Jamie breathing down your neck Nah, or not even, not, not even part? at all, but I'm just, what's up? Is he planning out the part? Make a trick list for you? Or uh, no? Nah, he's never done that with me. I kind of more, I used, to, I used to do that, but I don't even do that shit anymore. I kind of just, uh, I'll just log him now. Instead of when I'm just out skating, if I get a trick, I'll just kind of, I'll put the shit in the notes or whatever. Then I'll go through it yeah. after. But yeah, I'm not over here trick listing anymore. That shit just fucks me up. I used to do it all the time for myself, but now I'm on fuck. I'm not even worried about it. Whatever I get, just Lizard King style. He told me he's all whatever I fucking feel. I'm I'm fucking putting in a video. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. Like fuck it. <laughs> like that's how I feel too. Now I'm just like whatever, man. I'll just film whatever I can. Kind of obviously we all have like that mentality of like you know what you filmed and what you don't need to get and what you shit you need to get you know what i mean so but yeah fucking zero video man that's what we working on looking forward to that one for sure your fakie game is catching up to your nolly game thank you thank you I thought the all four stances popping these days trying to we can get back into these get back down start jumping back down these stairs again because uh i missed it so there wasn't a lot of that in that last part but we're gonna get it going again because uh Flip Trick Games doing pretty good right now. I gotta keep it, keep it, start jumping while I'm still able to jump. Actually, to tell you the truth, 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to miss Nolly healing like 10 stairs when you're Yeah, old, definitely. So that shit's coming up too here next five years. I'll be like, nah, I'm not jumping. But as soon as I learn, as soon as I learn how to bonk off that those fucking, uh, off that pool coping and shit, I'm done with the streets, boys. <laughs> as soon as I start doing fucking ten foot airs and in fucking tranny, later, boys, later, streets, just kidding. Look at a shot where he already set up, like he extended his career ten years. Yeah, he's chilling. He's got two. He's got two setups. I live like right down the street from. That's the homie. So. He's all, yeah, you got to have your fucking tranny board and just got your street board. Just rock them both. Oh Bring them God. both of the, <laughs> Rock with them both. Both in the trunk. Put them, put yeah. both them hoes in the trunk. You'll be ready for whatever. All right, y'all know what time it is. Rapid fire with the ghost. And, yo, this week we brought to you by none other than Toronto's very own blue tile lounge skate shop and yo d jones you know what they just got in stock that new lewis cruise blood (laughs) yo we talking the bickford t-shirt toronto iconic spot and the bickford board you know the spot the long four with the out ledge ed templeton made it a world renowned spot back in the day front blunt that thing smashing the window galia mamalu switch crook you know nowadays we got mans we might as well call it bobby ford you know what I'm saying? Okay. Switch back Smith. Kick front nose fakie. Front blunt kick flip. Front blunt 270. Morgan Smith basically destroyed that thing first, though. He did just about everything. Back tail to fakie back in the hundred days. And then obviously went way too tech. Switch tail, <laughs> switch 270 heel. Like, no one's skating it after that. That's some real talk. So, yo, Blue Tile Lounge. Yo, hop in there. You know what I'm saying? Dundas Street. You know what it is. Bickford t-shirt from Lewis Cruz and the new Bickford board, man. Get yours now in store at Blue Tile Lounge Shop in Toronto or online at bluetilelounge.ca. Yo, Windsor, you ready to make it pop? <laughs> Let's see what we got. Favorite skater? Nick Trapasso. Andrew Ramirez. Favorite video part? Uh, Nick Trapasso, Suffer the Joy, Darrell, Free Your Mind, uh, Jim Greco, Baker 2G. Favorite style? Fuck, man. I just hate that I'm on Nick's balls like this. my partner, but Trapasso for sure. Wade D1 for sure. Ellington. Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth. <laughs> I shot. Favorite trick? Switchback big spins. Hardest trick for you? Big flips. Most illegal trick? Uh, laser heels. <laughs> Fuck that trick. Tell that, tell yo, <laughs> yeah, we we agree with you. Tell that to Deshaun Jordan. <laughs> it's my dog. <laughs> He's got gnarly. Let well, you tell him, safer. <laughs> he just unfollowed me, so fuck you. I'm just kidding. He's mad. He's mad about that laser heels shit talking that he that we're talking about now in the future that's gonna come out. <laughs> uh, favorite clip you've ever gotten. Gnarly 180 nose grind on Stanford Hubba. Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed. So Tony Tave, Switch Hill, Water Tower Gap, Denver, Colorado. Best trick you've ever done that wasn't caught on film. Friends, I flipped over this thing in San Diego like four years ago. Lanny, Lanny Rhodes' camera died the try before I did it. What's the one trick that got away? 
I almost nollie flip back grind at Stanford. So that's the trick that got away. But I'll probably do that this for this video, so. Um, what's the last new trick you learned? Switch big spin front blunts on flat bars. Oh, damn. If you never skated, what would you be doing? If I if, if there was if this was like early Windsor, like early Windsor days, like as a youth, as like a kid, like be, like I'm 27 or something, I'd probably be like I'd probably be selling dope or some crazy shit like that. But if on a on a positive note, I feel like I'm I'd be doing something great, something better than I'd probably be making probably making music. But you'll never fucking know either, like. Definitely making music. I have to say that since I was making music since I was sixteen, we'll just we'll go we'll go we'll go with that. Hell yeah! What's the biggest T-shirt you ever wore? A three X for sure. What's your favorite Wade D clip? Inward heel over that three block brick three block for sure. Favorite local skater? Justin Shardy. Favorite teammate ever? Probably Tony Tate for sure. Worst company? Plan B. Ooh, 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 spicy. Worst trend. Fucking, I hate these damn pants. Those, uh, the fatigues, like three different color fatigue fatigues. You know what I'm talking about? The three different color camo pants. Worst style. Oh, <laughs> you guys are crushing my soul right now. Alex Bland. If you guys remember Alex Bland from Seattle. Last person you want on the sesh. Fuck, dude, I don't know, man. Probably fucking... God damn it, I hate to say it. D-Loy. David Loy? Yeah, damn. All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up our interview with Windsor James. My man, thank you for uh, spending some time inside Studio E. No doubt, no doubt. Thanks for having me, y'all. Turn up, bro. It's time for the post office, brought to you by our good friends at Time Bomb Trading. And this week we're talking about America's new video, Young Americans. America vids are always top shelf, and this one is no exception. Zach, Cater, and Victor represent the team's new blood, and they couldn't be more stoked for what's to come. With the company in these three's hands, there's going to be plenty of good videos coming out for years to come. You can watch it at timebombtrading.com and find America's shoes at your local skate shop all across Canada. You've got mail. All right, first up, we got a voice note from some sort of savage dude. <laughs> Sounds like he's calling from the Amazon. Uh, <clears throat> let's, let's take a listen. Yo, what it is, it's the fucking juice. Duh. Yo, it's been a fucking hot minute. Duh. Yo, I ain't gonna fucking lie, like... <laughs> I haven't been listening to too many pods of late, but then I, you know, I crushed a couple last night and this morning. <laughs> y'all had me cracking the fuck up, niggas. Y'all still got it still. Yo, I got a couple points to make still and a question. <clears throat> First off, yo, who the fuck? Tell me who the fuck that fucking, that British nigga is. Yo, shut your fucking mouth. No one gives a shit about footy, you hear me? Yeah, you British ass nigga. Second, and my question, 
We all know there's been a lot of changes in the NBA this offseason. Harden's got some help. Fucking Westbrook's got some help. You know, the landscape of the fantasy games changed heavy stuff. Who's your top five heading into 2017, 2018? Holla at me, stay. Damn, B. That's cold. You gonna come at our footy chat, Nigi, like that? Uh, we should hit him up and uh, get... If you're listening, footy chat. Yeah, Mike, chat. send us something, baby. We need that footy chat for uh, week three, you dig? Top five. Top five. Yeah, well, you know, I'm in. we're in an extremely competitive league, so I don't know if I want to give my real top five. But And he's sitting across from the champion, so that might have something oh else to God. do with it, you know? Yeah, my young Padawan. I taught him too well. Yeah, it happens. Let's see here. I would go... He's James, lying James everyone. <laughs> he's lying. James right Harden, now. number one. Just because CP3 is going to be there, it's going to cut down his turnovers. So you put him number one because he has, he's, his expectations are lowered now? No, no. It's going to make him more efficient and okay. less turnovers. He's still going to have insane numbers. Uh, number two, I'll go Westbrook. You would never, man. Same thing, similar. He's going to be more efficient, better shots. Reggie, this is factual. No, no this is not. <laughs> number three, I'm going to say Kevin Durant. Same old as last year. If he didn't get hurt last year, he could have been the MVP of the league, and he was on pace to finish number one in fantasy. Yeah. Number four, we'll go with uh, Cat. You know what I'm saying? Got a little more help. He's same thing as last year. You know what I'm saying? Top five kind of nigi. And then uh, we'll go number five, Giannis. You know what I'm saying? Same thing. Numbers You're might so go fake. a little yeah. higher. <laughs> number one is probably going to be Giannis or KD. I, I'd take Giannis first probably. Then KD. Then number three. Man, if if Kawhi wasn't out for the preseason, this gets me kind of worried dealing with Pop. So number three, I'd take probably take Steph. I feel like I need those three-pointers, man. Then number four, Cat. And then number five, Kawhi. I give the people that real knowledge. You just told us before we did this that this wasn't the real list. <laughs> Whatever. I gave the top five, just not in the order I would draft them. You can't go wrong with any of the five dudes either of us said. Except Kawhi number one. With no one's going to email us looking for advice now. Yeah, yeah. Yo, listeners, send me a DM or something if you want my real top five and you're not in my league. <laughs> you get me. All right. Next up, we got an email from Anthony Sell. What's up, Safe and Donovan? Just a question for the post office. What are each of your five favorite street spots in Toronto? Thanks. Can't wait for the rest of season five. I don't even know five street spots in T anymore. It's like Dumbat and Ashbridges, man. Reggie, we answered this like last season and it was top hundred. It was just like favorite spot. And that was hard enough to answer. It was top three. I said Skate Loft 2.0, <laughs> which I've never been to yet, but it looks dope. Um, Dunbat, Ashbridges. Oh, did it say street spot? Yes. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I don't fuck with the streets in Toronto. So uh, I'm a pass. You're up, Donald. <laughs> oh, man. Commerce would be butter if we could skate in the back. Maybe like Commerce. I kind of like Courthouse. HTO's dope. The up man, he's pretty fresh. CBC, I've taken a new liking to CBC. God. If you can just get past the ground, which is I tough. Can't, I can't. And then TD, but that's the same thing. Like, man, you can't have big enough wheels for TD. You just tired pushing around that place. But I think that's five. Turn up. All right, next up, we got an email from uh, Evan Kiso. Subject, Jada Stevens walks into a bar. Hey, you know your boy hollers real quick. 
Anyways, um, yo, what's good? <laughs> the noodle. What the fuck? And Don Cron still. This is Evan Kiso from Denver. Yo, how the fuck you gonna call me a noodle, Niki? <laughs> the hell does that even mean? Uh, super hyped. Y'all are back for season five. Thanks. We are too. Question for the ghost. How torqued were you watching Tiago Lemo skate in person at the Glory Challenge? Not that torqued because unfortunately I didn't get to see him do much except for get dusted by Wade and skate. We saw him at the outdoor challenge though. Oh yeah, yeah, he yeah. Was snapping oh yeah, there. he did a giant switch crook on flat, off flat on this like tall thing. Yeah, yeah, that was tight. Tiago's definitely a savage. I wish I got to see him skate a little more. So I'm doing a couple huge kickflips in the kickflip challenge. And what do you do over the in the gangster challenge? He, he hit some over the the couch, no? Oh, he nolly flipped the couch. For fuck's sake, crazy, insane. P.S. Have you guys watched any soccer since your homie Mike challenged you to support a team in the Premier League? Uh, that's a, a quick hell no. Haven't had time. Maybe we'll try and find time one week, like if something big's popping, just so we could you watch a game, spit some two cents. We watched a soccer game once years ago at a at a like bar together. That was, I think, that was like World Cup or something. Yeah, probably not. But pick a team, man. Pick a team, and that's your team. I don't know any of the team's names. <laughs> I'll just take Barcelona. Boom! You just picked a good one. FC. Yeah. Everybody knows it's FC Toronto Barcelona. FC. Oh, it's FC Barcelona too. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it just stands for football club. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you want to pick Toronto FC? We're sick. No, hell no. I think we're doing really good. I'm going to go with Barcelona. Let's go. Boom, he's in. All right, next up, we got a we got an email from the good homie, Dale. What's up, boys? Welcome back. Episode one was killer. Nothing better than friends sitting around and talking and have a good time. Just roasting one another, baby. Nothing better. One question. What's your winter plans for skating? I know Safa will be recovering, but I know you'll still be out chilling and having some brewskis. Damn, you got plans for the winter, baby? Uh, I got no plans, Didi, if you're listening. Let me know where you're trying to go for your birthday, for fuck's sakes. Before tickets get too expensive. He's trying to go on a little trip? Yeah. Damn. Dirty 30 trip. Woo! It's uh, time for us 1988 niggies to start turning 30. You get me? Yeah, it's your year. Fuck. Uh, I don't really have any plans for winter except, baby, you said it, Skate Loft 2.0. Reggie, you're going to California. Yeah, it's not the winter, though, but yeah, I'm going to L.A., in a couple weeks but it's not the winter so for winter scale off 2.0 you know what it is i'm gonna be getting some lessons in from the sickest owner in the game heavy mclean let's go yeah catch me at skate loft too relearning how to skate at skate loft for the third time after my third ankle surgery skate loft brought me back twice let's make it a hat trick yeah it's, it's good because there's nothing too big because you you have a problem with just remaining calm no no that ledge looks butter Whew. Get Both ledges. Switch back 50, huh? <laughs> Thanks, Dale. All right, next up, we got an email from Carlos Peralta. Uh, subject, boss move or soft move? Sounds like we got a Jalen and Jacoby listener on our hands here. Shout out to you. Shout out. <laughs> Yo, what's up, <laughs> punk crew? Shout outs from NYC, baby. The homie is sitting here trying to buy a truck, and he asked a good question. Boss move or soft move? Riding around on a graphic slash painted trucks? Oh, just like non-silver trucks, you mean? Like just yeah, colored some, trucks. Some colored trucks. Seems kind of whack to me, but I don't know. Maybe you can enlighten us. Keep cashing them checks, boys. Shout out the homie Nick. Yerp. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I got no problem with uh, fucking 
trucks with shit on them, but <laughs> trucks with shit on. Them? Unless unless you're pulling the Kishod Johnson. I was just in Montreal, fucking am getting paid, and uh, Kishod Johnson was skating around with like one pink truck and one like baby blue truck or something. Yeah, it's hideous. Looking like a true kook of pain. I ain't gonna knock them. I mean, it seems like if you're riding colored or graphic trucks, then you're. you're Riding someone's pro truck. You're telling us to keep cashing them checks. That's going to help the skaters cash them checks. So, hey, get all those graphic trucks in you want, man. But I'll, I'll take the silver ones. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely riding silver ones. But back in the day... I, I had a couple, yeah. We, had we, we ride Indies, but back in the day, I used to ride Ventures. And I loved fucking... What was the sickest colored pair you had? Like, they're kind of kooky thinking back yeah. now, but I had some, like, green and yellow ones. <laughs> What kind? Match Venture? Venture that matched sure. my green and yellow Plan B board. It was all <laughs> Venture back in the day. Yeah. I remember I got a pair off Spencer Hamilton that were black base plate and purple hanger, and I was Ooh. so hyped. Dipset days. Yeah. Purple City. And yo, Morgan had a fucking <laughs> pro truck on there. Baby Blue, baby. Yeah, those were fire, man. Baby Blue Royals used to be pretty steep back in the day. Um, so yeah, we got no problem with that shit. <laughs> Just don't kook it like Kashad, Josh right. Clark's best friend. How's Josh Clark, man? Yo, Josh is good, man. Shouts to Josh. Just got home from Montreal yesterday. Spent the weekend with him. Am getting paid. You know what I'm saying? Event coordinator of Doom. Hire that man if you have a high profile event and you got a fat fucking budget. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> the man for the job. All right, next up, we got an email from Dave Edwards. First of all, love the podcast. Funny as fuck. Anyways, I know you guys have said it before, but I can't remember. Who makes your beats? P.S. The best sports moment, no matter what anyone says, is the malice at the palace. The fight that Ben Wallace started where the fan threw a beer at Ron Artest. Uh, Smet a world peace. And he ran into the crowd. That was a fucking hell. A hell of a sports moment. I don't think there's ever going to be a fight like that again, man. I don't know, man. That was that shit was cray-cray. The, another, a sick one like that was when Ty Domi pulled the guy into the penalty oh, yeah. box. You see that? Yeah. And the Joe Bowen on the over, or uh, what do you call it, on the commentary, he's like, watch the lawsuit, Ty. Watch the lawsuit. <laughs> that shit was hype. What was the question? Try, how are you going to try and fight Ty Domi? Um, who makes your beats? Oh, that's Rance 1, baby. <laughs> the man behind the rants, Anthony One. Yeah, fucking Ants One behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? Anthony. Email Kwu for fuck's sakes. KWU creative info at gmail.com. And his Instagram is Kwu Creative, man. At Kwu Creative. KWU Creative. You get me? Fire beats for days. Check his mixtape that we dropped two weeks ago. The man's a real one. You smell me? The mastermind behind the scenes wouldn't be here without the man, dog. Yo, you know what? I just want to let the people know how corny Ants <laughs> one behind the scenes is, though. In our fantasy league. He go blast him. He just got slapped by Simon Disher. And uh, this is just a little example of the shit talk in the group text. <laughs> Donovan's team's the big Mabel. What is there to be said about Mabel's? Well, John, maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> to, oh, looks like they have a lot of making up to do if they want to run the big dirty. Hope Gridiron Gang, Wade's team, brought their polish because they can really put a nail in Mabel's season. You said it, Bill. Why would they, they need polish to put a nail in the season? Don't ask me. That's just a glimpse inside the mind of... Antoine behind the scenes and hey, another yeah. reminder why we keep him back there behind the scenes. Yo, Dougie. 
Yo, you know I gotta keep myself entertained with y'all boring ass motherfuckers. Y'all be making them lame ass moves, saying he's boss because he has a tree in one record. Bro, you're shit. Okay, okay, you know who the champ was last year. That's right, the people don't even know. Y'all didn't even let him know. But it's okay, you know what I mean? Yo, I'm still out here, one in three. But yo, the people, we ain't giving up. We still out here. Anyways, yo, get it right next time, but respect. KWUcreative.info at gmail.com If you need any beats or you want to talk some business, you know, I do some scoring for some videos. I do all types of videos too. Check it out on YouTube. Hey, yo, the bump, baby. Every league needs one of those. And luckily we have two. We have Ants One and another lunatic by the name of Dave Delfino, who will be releasing his own podcast coming up soon, solely filled with fantasy tips. Be sure to tune in. It's the best way to uh, pay double in your league because you're coming last for sure. I'm currently off to an 0-4 start, but seemingly not worried about coming in last considering who else is surrounding us. Oh, yeah. Seb's 19. <laughs> Man's blackout half the time. We, I'm surprised he's going to have to save wins. Seb's 19 chat for uh, another day. We got one more email, luckily, on the same topic of fantasy football. All right. Last email here from Patrick Katie. Hey, Seva and Donovan. This is Patrick from Santa Cruz, the dude that got killed in your fantasy league last year. <laughs> oh, shit. What's up, Pat? <laughs> uh, just wanted to say thanks for the shout out in last week's episode. Really hyped for the new season. My question for the post office is what do you all think about the playoff prospects of the Milwaukee Bucks this year? Thanks and looking forward to next week's rundown. Patrick. Reggie. It's bona fide, man. They're in. My man's in Santa Cruz and he's curious about the Milwaukee Bucks. That's random as hell. But uh, yeah, that's guaranteed. They're in. I mean, Jabari Parker is coming off that ACL surgery, second one of his career. Last year was a weird season for them. They were okay with Jabari and Giannis while they were waiting for Middleton to get better from his his injury that kept them out most of the season. Jabari goes down, Middleton comes back, they get way better. So this is actually going to be the first time that they're, the three, the three of them, of them are going to be playing. Oh, no, they played together, the three of them, a little bit the year before. But there was injuries as well. So I don't know. This is going to be the first like season where we'll really see what that big three can do. And they got Brogdon, rookie of the year. Yeah, so new look. It's the same team, but kind of a new look in a way. But every and, uh, year when young guys are going to get better, man. Yo, I, I read the craziest stat about Giannis. I think he's upped his scoring by four points per game every year he's been in the league. That's How fucked. far can he go, man? I don't I don't know if he can do it again. Actually, I just, man, it doesn't even matter. The East is so weak. Like, yeah. who's going to... We could build a team from Trinity Bellwoods and make a run at the playoffs in the East, man. It's ugly over it's there. It's crazy. Yeah, so uh, the Bucks. Man, I got them next year. Uh, next week, I think we're gonna do a little uh, basketball season preview. You know, give away our award predictions and and playoff standings because uh, it'll be the last week before the season actually kicks off. But uh, I got the Bucks somewhere in the middle of the pack in the East. Yeah, between, four or five. Yeah, between six and four. Yeah, actually, fuck the East is shit. Probably five, six. Yeah, I mean five, four, or five, four, or five. Yeah. Yeah. No problem, man. It's gonna be like Cleveland, Boston, Toronto, and then. They can probably even come for Toronto, maybe. Yeah. No, well, the Wizards will be Oh, the Wizards too. as well. So that's, one that's probably the same top four as last year. Wizards, Raptors, Celtics, Cavs. No reason why the Bucks can't compete with the but, Wizards, though. Yeah, they can compete with the Wizards and the Raptors. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking Lowry's old ass. 
Stay on the court, you fool. Span always gets hurt around playoff time. <clears throat> All right, that's going to wrap up the post office. Keep sending in them emails, and please send us some voice notes. Dave, drop us a line, man. The people need to hear how crazy you are, dog. <laughs> Y'all know what time it is. Last segment of the show, but our favorite, the Skateboard World Source for Sports. It's time for the rundown. We're going to start it off with NFL because that's literally all we think about. It's uh, pretty embarrassing. But let's talk about the emergence of Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans. Does this make DeAndre Hopkins a number one receiver again or what? Reggie, it's looking like it. I'm playing against him this week. He was my boy last year, pure trash. He sucked for both of us. First round picks in two leagues. Next thing you know, he's dusting me with touchdowns and 100 yards and shit. Yo, I ain't about that life. But yo, I, I like Hopkins. I'm happy he's got a, a good QB again. And uh, yeah, I, I'm looking at him as a, a wide receiver one certified. Absolutely. Again. The, the guy's played four games. He's out there dueling with Tom Brady, putting up, what was it, 57 points last week. If I'm J.J. Watt and Jadavion Clowney, I'm looking at Deshaun Watson like a god, man. The the quarterbacks he's played with, Ryan Mallett, Tom Savage, Brian Hoyer, like I'm just really happy for that defense, and I don't want to play Houston anywhere close to the playoffs. You feel me? It's funny how quick narratives change in the NFL, I'm learning, because it's a week-to-week. Like, if you look at his fantasy scoring, it was like six points week one, yeah. and like 12 or 14, and he was up to 20-something, and then 30-something this week. Five touchdowns. I remember reading, yeah, new rookie record, or he tied the rookie record or something. Yeah. I remember reading articles after week one and two of like, oh, the NFL is not kind to rookie quarterback, or college star quarterbacks, blah, blah, blah. Man, this man's shutting people up left, right, and center. He's still on our waiver. Yeah. I'm coming for you, baby, because Kirk Cousins has a bye week next week. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And if you need to know any stats on Deshaun Watson, just hit up the man behind the scenes. Rants one. He uh, <laughs> he knows all about Deshaun. It's his birthday, guys. <laughs> all right, next up. Man, off to a slow start, but Cam Newton was dabbing again. Walked into Foxborough, took down Tom Brady, used the clock to perfection. No time on the clock for a little fourth quarter comeback this week for Tom. Two questions arise from this for me. Are the Patriots defense really that bad that that's going to be a shootout every week? Or is Cam Newton back? I think it's a mix of both. The Patriots defense has been god awful this year. I don't know what's oh, going on there. They got Joel Scullard playing playing safety out there. Hey, be nice, yo. He got mad at me last week. Joel, I love you. It's all We know we we everyone jokes. loves Joel. Um what's it called? Uh Cam Newton, good to see him fucking pop. Like you were close to dropping his ass. There's just no one. Should have played Deshaun. He's kind of yeah. It's it's weird. It's crazy that the the game he finally popped on was against such a tough opponent. But uh, that's in fantasy be- right now, the number one team to play against for your for your stars is New England. Man, they're giving up thirty points a game. That's insane. Yeah, Tom Brady's old ass is gonna have to fucking work his magic if the defense is going to keep that up and they want to actually have a decent uh, playoff seating. What are they? Two and two now? Two and two. Tied with the New York Jets, baby. <laughs> Josh McCowan God making damn. a run at it. Yeah, I'm loving all these upsets, and Buffalo, man. Buffalo taking down Atlanta. Dude, our boy Dave Delfino, the crazy man himself, might come in last place in our league, but he's already made more than enough money. He bet on all the underdogs and won $2,000 on a $10 <laughs> bet. So shouts to you for that one, you psycho. Yeah. All right. Another thing. 
I myself am staring down an 0-4 hole. Not sure how. Putting up points every week, just running into monsters. So I feel like I am a part of the New York Giants and the San Diego Chargers, taking bad beats week after week. Can me or either of them make the playoffs? The Giants lost two games on field goals. That's the Chargers did too. They lost one on a field goal and then they missed one on a field goal. Jesus. So Uh, so yeah, I guess all three of you are in the same boat. Oh, and four. And you know what? I believe. (laughs) But I believe in you more than those teams. I think it'll be harder in real life. Harder in real life. I just got to get to the the soft part of the schedule. Yeah, we've got eight teams making out of 12. There's no way... Dono, the fantasy football expert of pain, is not making the playoffs in our league. There's too many scrubs. I got to get there. So, yeah, I believe in you. It's going to be a lot tougher. Like, if if the it, Giants it, or Chargers lose next week, like... It's over. But the thing in real football is it's so little teams make the playoffs. You know? Yeah. The winner of each division and then two wild cards, like, good fucking luck, man. I think it's a wrap, man. Uh, sorry to... Uh, actually, I don't even fucking like OBJ. I don't mind Eli Manning. Chargers, I don't know shit about them, so I'm indifferent. I'm basically, I'm in your corner, and that's about it. All right. Another thing that's uh, been a little bit perplexing, a former first overall, yeah, first overall pick in our league, I think it was last year, and then this year he dropped into uh, a little bit of the middle rounds. Is this the real Todd Gurley we're seeing? Is all he need was a little bit of quarterbacking and some coaching? 7-7, seven and seven, Jeff Fisher is out of town, and Todd Gurley's going wild. Like, is this for real, or is he just snapping right now? Well, didn't they draft the fucking running back kind of high in the draft? Maybe he felt the uh, the pressure to perform this year. Man. After a dud second year in the league. Coming into the league, he was supposed to be this, this exciting running back, but he's also had to deal with some of the worst quarterbacking and coaching in uh, NFL history. Jared Goff. He's playing like a first round pick. Looking they're, like the real deal. Three and one. The Saint or sorry, the Los Angeles Rams. Three and one. Just beat the Cowboys of all friggin' teams. And uh it's all thanks to Todd Gurley and Jared Goff, pretty much. He outplayed Zeke too, man. Shouts to you. I don't like Zeke or the Cowboys. So do you would you trust Todd Gurley if or you selling? You buying or are you selling on Todd Gurley? I'm fucking buying Woo! Todd Gurley stock right now, man. I know your love for running backs too. An obsession with uh good running backs yeah only because last year was my first year playing fantasy and it was the year of wide receivers you told me before the draft and i didn't even know what a wr or an rb was <laughs> i just drafted a bunch of wrs i'm like oh there's a wr hey, you made the name. playoffs you had a good run yeah but because halfway through the no about week four or five i realized running backs are the Who's truth your favorite player in the league Rashard Matthews. What is he? He's a WR, a wide, baby. A wide receiver. That's where the action is. But I ain't about that boomer bust. I'd rather have a solid eight points every week across the board than two one week and 18 the next. So you're buying JJ Todd Nelson. Gurley. You're, you're buying fuck. Todd Gurley? I'm buying Todd Gurley. Shouts to you, Simon. Dono <laughs> laughed at your team on draft day, and then he made me look at it, and I laughed too. I ain't going to lie. And uh, look at you now. Now, that's just fantasy football in a nutshell, man. <laughs> you, you just never really know. Uh, uh, one more fantasy question before we move on to the NBA. One of the worst plays you can see in pro sports. Dalvin Cook goes down, non-contact injury. Looked like an absolute beast in his first couple games. They're, he's out there eating with Case Keenum. Like I hate the Minnesota Vikings, but this guy looks special. He's going to be out for the season. Who are you taking? Latavius Murray or Jarek McKinnon? 
Reggie, Jarek McKinnon's a joke. He's trash. Same shit last year. Oh, Jarek McKinnon, this week's waiver Who wire pickup. Don't they last three points? Him was, or Matt Asiata. Oh, my God, Asiata. <laughs> Fuck I remember that scrubs. was a big week for us in fantasy. Because yeah, yeah. you could get Jordan Howard, Asiata, or McKinnon last year. I think everyone went down the same time. Yeah. Jesus. Thank God we went the Jordan Howard route. Yeah. Um, I Wait, also I had Asiata at one point, too, but... <laughs> Uh, it's definitely Latavius Murray, man, all day. I might even put a claim on that Nigi this week. Me too, buddy. Smell me. All right, moving over to the NBA. We're going to keep it short and sweet because we're going to have to go in on the NBA next week, season preview. Real talk. I just want to say thank the NBA gods that my main man, the king, LeBron James, got himself some help. Dwayne Wade is heading to Cleveland, and I couldn't be happier, man. That's just the kind of talk that drives me crazy. Dwayne Wade signs with the Cavs, and instead of talking about Dwayne Wade, man just starts talking about LeBron getting himself some help. Like, Dwayne Wade's a, a fucking random pawn in this shit. Dwayne Wade's a first ballot Hall of Famer. And I'm happy he's NBA joining LeBron. Champion. Yeah, Anybody joining going the Cavs. To team is joining, joining the LeBron. He's the owner. I'm- the GM, the head coach, he's doing it all over there. And uh, D-Wade knows this, and that's why he headed there. I, that's why fucking Kyrie got the fuck out of Dodge. He's tired of being... Yeah, Tyree's young, and he needs some freedom. ...considered help to LeBron James and his legacy. Go make your own legacy. You feel me? Just like Kobe <laughs> kick Shaq out of L.A., sometimes you got to do you. You feel me? Uh, but Dwayne, I would have liked to see him join the Thunder, though. Yeah, I would have liked to see him join the Heat or the Thunder. Not the Heat. Come on, I want to like it's Swan the, Song. Yeah, whatever. The NBA like, is the battle of the Titans. He's going. Yeah, yeah. It's like Real the shit. new Game of Thrones, man. Find get yourself a good house. It's Waiters and, County and roll now. with it. You know. <laughs> oh, great. No one's trying to head down there. Whiteside and Waiters. So we're gonna kill each other by the end of the season. But I would have liked to see him in uh, OKC. That would have been the Western Conference Finals of absolute sin. Oof. But they got their main man back. D-Wade got his boy LeBron. You like that? There you go. Just for you. D-Wade got his sidekick back. Yep. And we headed to Boston on opening night. Are they playing on opening night? I believe so. They're playing the fucking Celtics on the 17th. I fucking hope so. And they are going to be absolutely cooking in TD Garden. The weirdest game to watch will probably be OKC to see how they do with their... uh, with that big three. I saw but also, I feel like Houston might be a little odd over there, man. I think that one's going to work a little better than people are anticipating. I think Thunder might have a bigger struggle. And my ultimate hope is that Paul George is just like, fuck this. Let me go be the man in L.A. We can get that Lakers shit back popping. You get me? Okay. All right. One more thing. Russell Westbrook rightfully signs his extension on Kevin Durant's birthday. Do you think that was on purpose? Of course, man. That's how you that do it, Russ. That guy's petty as fuck. $41 million a year. Largest contract in NBA history. Well-deserved. Shouts to you. Absolutely. Keep cashing them checks and uh, send some to Studio E if you got extra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to be asking. I asked for boxes. This man asked for checks. Let's, let's get to the point here. All right, y'all. Is that it, man? That's fucking it, yo. That's it, baby. It's going to wrap up episode two, season five. Thank you all for listening. And uh, big shouts out to Windsor James. 